Welcome to the Backseat Fantasy Podcast, featuring your host, Mario. You know, as I sit here looking at my championship belts, I can't help but feel that I'm overqualified for this. Senior stat. Mr. D's. You have the worst trade proposals I've ever seen. The world's worst psychic, Castro. Fonz is our next champion. And last and probably least, Big, Big, Big Willie. You know who the f- Shit bowl is? It's me. It's time for another episode of Nonsense from the least qualified fantasy analysts in the business. So buckle up and enjoy the view from behind as the guys take you on the backseat ride of your life. All right, let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back in, everyone here with me, William, Jose, and Castro. Back to recap week five. Yeah, five. What's up, guys? What's up? How's it going? What what in the butt? Uh, William, you sound like you're in better spirits than you were a couple days ago. Good thing we don't shoot this on Monday. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or Sunday. (laughs) Or Sunday, or Tuesday for that matter. It's been a lot of time, a lot of time yeah, to repair right. and reflect. I've had a while to process this. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're back home after coming up to to visit and attending that that Giants game, uh, where you personally witnessed Kenny Galladay give you a fat donut. <laughs> it was still a good game to watch. I enjoyed it and had a very <laughs> good time. I regardless of what happened, the Cowboys won and they. Just blew them out, and uh, it was fun. Even like the aftermath, uh, the Miller Light like area. Um, oh, yeah, was give freaking... it some free publicity. Uh, the new Miller Lighthouse at AT and T Stadium. Dude, yeah, I don't know what DJ was there, but like he, his goal was to get everybody pumped and jacked and partying. And I feel like that's what everybody was doing out there. And I was just like, this is. I feel like we're in like a, a club outside. There was like a a white girl fucking doing the splits, shaking her ass on the floor. Dude, people know? were like, getting wild out there. Yeah, and it was like eight p.m. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and everybody and going. Everybody got the warning of the thunderstorm that was happening in an hour. That's true. So. There was a tornado like across the street. Nobody gave a shit. <laughs> no. Uh, funny funny you mentioned the dj that is in fact dj sc dj sexual chocolate (laughs) i'm not joking i also (laughs) laughed the first time i heard his name but that is really him he does all the uh pre-game and post-game music for the plaza but more than that he has blown up recently um he does a bunch of events at the star here and then and i'll help set him up uh, uh for a few of those but he was just on tour with Pitbull. He played with Snoop uh, here in Dallas at the Lava Cantina not that long ago. And nice. if you follow his social media, uh, he's he's all over the place. I was going to talk to him and be like, I'm surprised you're even here. Because last I checked, he was touring with, with Pitbull somewhere. Yeah, he knows um, his crowd, man. Like, he was it was some good music. He is very good. Very good at what he does. Uh, everyone who has ever been in a club. And you know what? He actually... Uh, he plays Vegas clubs sometimes too. And we oh, were going to go. He's like, tell me when, tell me when you're going. And actually right. Castro, he's the one, you already know this. He's yeah, the one that put know. me in touch with the Florida guy. Exactly. That's, that's why I said, I know this guy. I know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy chocolate. Is that his name? 
Sexual DJ SC oh. is what he goes by. Okay. You don't just walk up to him and go, hey, sexy chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> SC, DJ SC. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My bad. DJ SC. Yeah, I watched him turn like a corporate, like people with zero dance skills whatsoever party. He made, he made people go wild out there at, yeah. at a party at the star. So he's, he's very fun. good at that. For not being drunk, um, I don't think we had not one beer because uh, we were still kind of just like, eh, like feeling some type of way, you know, from the night before drinking all that all day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I still had fun. I still had a blast. Well, good. I'll take that as a thank you. Um, just glad you came out and had a good time. <laughs> uh, funny that you pointed out the DJ and you're right. The night before was, uh, was way more intense. I think we were all just gassed. Mm-hmm. Gassed and it had been a long day. Uh but yeah, glad you made it. Glad you enjoyed yourself. Glad you made it back home. Um, Jose, you were next on the docket for, for Denver. I think you said he'd update me on that one, but um, hopefully you're the next next visitor we host up here. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I still still have to look at the schedule, and we'll see who I take. You know, Usually I take uh, take one of my really good friends with me up to, uh, up, up to the DFW <laughs> area. Um, but you know what? I, I, I don't, I feel like, uh, I, I've been put in the back seat when it comes to, uh, selecting, selecting participants to take with him when he has a ticket to the game. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to take yet if I do go, but, uh, it hasn't been decided. What the fuck are you talking about these? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like I just made my way to the top of these's list. So it sounds like <laughs> I can't go anywhere. I always go with my brother. Yeah, you can't go anywhere. I Shut can't up. go anywhere. Mario, Southwest me. <laughs> um, yeah, your voucher expires in about two weeks. So tell me where you want to go. And I'll book it tomorrow. <laughs> you sent it to some random city without him knowing. <laughs> I get on and go. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll, yeah, I'll send you to Delaware. I bet I bet they pay people to come visit them. <laughs> free. you know what he would end up going to delaware finding like getting the luck of running into people like hey you look like someone i i want to take in and show out the, the town with like i'll pay for everything and he's like oh, okay sure and he'll tell us a story <laughs> oh i met this really cool guy i paid for everything we hit up the best restaurants and clubs in delaware <laughs> that would be you mm-hmm. <laughs> that would just be karma because you guys sent me to delaware <laughs> okay <laughs> I would argue against it because that the opposite is what happened when I went to see him in Florida. But I think honestly, it's because of me. I think <laughs> I canceled out. It's <laughs> good luck. <laughs> nah, dude, that was all casual. You know, the city. It's like <laughs> it's just hard to take Mario places because the biggest turnoff for Mario is expensive drinks. So, you so it's not that hard. <laughs> What's expensive? What's expensive, Mario? Not happy. Um, hour. Not happy. It's a bit, yeah, not happier. Like, I would call anything over six to seven dollar beers expensive. <laughs> and if you're getting a well drink, if it's eight, I don't get well drinks at bars because they can water it down and the cups are like this small and they're full of ice. Like, it's the biggest robbery in uh, like club alcohol sales, in my opinion. And I think you got two drinks, Castro. I forget bucks, what the price yeah. was. 20 bucks like like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I remember because when we found the $3 beer place, I said, give me seven beers. And I put them in your face and say, we spent the same amount of money on our drinks. 
They're always board. around that Castro. Huh? You either they're always around that. You free drink, get him enough so he just oh. doesn't give a shit, or you take. Um, I don't think I've ever liquor. seen Mario drunk enough to not give a shit about prices. Anytime I'm with Mario to. and I pay for something, like I have to hide my receipt from him because he'll <laughs> be there hovering over me trying to see what I paid for like these drinks. So you slap him. And move on. <laughs> Mario hates you probably the most. You just take him to that one place uh, that he really hates. Uh, Jackrabbit. <laughs> Jackrabbit. <laughs> Jackrabbit. It's not even called Jackrabbit. So gross. <laughs> um, you want two Will drinks? Will loves this place. Yeah, I love it. That Mario, place has absolutely. like dollar drinks and like three patrons all the time. Yeah. <laughs> take the dollar drinks. Oh, I went there. It, it's not called. Yeah, Jack, you did. yeah, it's definitely not called Jackrabbit. Something. Anymore. Yeah, it's called something else now. Cielo. No, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah. That place sucks. It does. It definitely does happen, Castro. Uh, I'll get a lot more loose with my money. Be like, yeah, grab around to this or that as it goes. But uh, I, it doesn't happen often, so I don't I'm blame you for not seeing it. And speaking of uh, uh, somebody slapping, uh, your brother told me the story. I guess actually, well, you were there when he told me that we after Saturday night got a little wild, and uh, my memory faded in the last hour for sure. And apparently, we came home. I just started headbutting William in the kitchen. I don't remember why. William, what'd you do? I, I don't know. I didn't do shit. You just thought <laughs> you were a that. fucking goat. I thought you. I guess you thought you were a goat. As soon as you entered the house, like I'm a fucking goat, and you just started headbutting us. And we're like, oh, okay, cool, Mario. Um, you know, you're just like doing it really softly, and then you start fucking ramming us, like fucking really <laughs> going at it, dude. I was like, all right, dude, that kind of fucking hurts. I don't you believe know? that, Will. You must have done something. I dude, I, I bet don't, it did something. I, I, I don't feel like Will I don't think I did, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just know he came at me, and I said, you know, fuck it, and like I moved to the side and pushed him, and he like ran straight to the fucking microwave. And hit his head on the hard and just laughs. And then he does it again and comes at me. And I move to the side and push him. And then I just head into the refrigerator as hard as he can. And uh, I think at that point he stopped. He was like, okay, that kind of hurt. I didn't know any of this till the next day. But Fonz is the one telling me the story. And the way he explained it was that I just kept headbutting William over and over again. And then, you know, he was pushing me into items. And finally, Fonz was like, Stop heading my headbutting my brother. And I wish I had the presence of mind to, at the time to be like, Oh, here comes Big Brother. Come get some. And because then apparently I started headbutting Fonz. And yeah. He goes, You didn't say it, but I knew that was what was in your head because you just turned your attention on to me. Oh, here comes Big Brother. Classic Fonz. Fucking Mario like flew onto the couch at some point and then landed on the ground and we went to go get food and Mario said he wanted tacos from Jack in the Box <laughs> and you know you know we were betting that he was gonna stay there. So we got all the pillows and threw all the pillows on top of him and we're like he's gonna fucking stay there. Sure enough he was still there in that same position. And I took a picture he was knocked the fuck out. All the pillows on top of him while he was on the floor. It looked very uncomfortable. I don't know how he slept like that. Uh two things. One, I think you, there's an important distinction when you're telling the story. It's not me. You were dealing with Wario at the time. Wario wanted tacos. Oh, Wario headbutted you. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> right. when I woke up, I was on the couch and I was like, why the fuck am I asleep on the couch? And um, I got up and went to the bed and Michelle came out 
And so she walked by the living room to let Bonnie out and the shit was everywhere. It looked like a tornado had come through the living room. And she's like, what happened out there? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> it wasn't until Fonz <laughs> told us the story later. Um, but yeah, you can probably send that picture to Michelle and uh, it'll make its way. It'll make its rounds. Oh, shit. You heard that? What was that? Was that thunder? Yeah. I almost crapped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I got to bring cuddles in. That wouldn't surprise me, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta check out. Oh my god! Yeah. So has everyone has everyone finished Squid Games yet? I have. I just finished it. Just finished. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a scene where a very old character in the movie starts getting really sickly and ends up peeing his pants. And so what had happened? We <laughs> watching it with William. I'm like, oh, William, there's your Halloween costume. <laughs> You'd be the guy you know what? I thought you said that. I just don't remember it because I didn't respond to it. I thought you said that. I totally ignored it. Uh, yeah, your brother heard it for sure. And he's not trying to stick up for you. Oh, yeah. Just get some pants and some water. You're good. You don't need the water. He does it on his own. <laughs> I'm going to do it on your, your face, dude. You fucking does it on my car, bitch. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it on your face. Uh, okay, well, let's get to re- recapping some of these games. And we had a debate on whether we should talk about the most anticipated or the least. Uh, Castro, you were outvoted three to one. So we're going to talk about the ones everyone wants to hear about, I think. Uh, William, did you volunteer to go first? Yeah, I, I just I need to. Let's, let's do this. Let's... Take the veggies. Get your veggies. <sighs> um. Yeah, I lost all my notes on this, but the gist of it, William, was Fuck you Isaac. put up That's the 142 points uh, and lost. You lost yep. at the end of the day. Uh, you know what? You know the story better than me. I'm sure you had nightmares about it. So why don't you fill it us is. in on what exactly happened? Okay, so uh, we're at the football game. And me, <laughs> I don't need to know that. <laughs> it's halftime, and this is important, okay? Because right. uh, we 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 find Michelle, and Michelle or Michelle finds us, and I was like, "Hey, Michelle, like you have a chance to beat Jacob, like you are projected to win." And um, she was like excited and pumped. We were pumped for her. It was you know whatever, and I was pretty excited because I was like, "Oh shit!" Like my players are going off. I have a chance to beat uh, Isaac. You know whatever. So, I ended, up call, I ended up FaceTiming D's, and I FaceTimed D's and was like, hey, you want me to check on Saquon? He's like, yeah, yeah massage him. So, I made fun of Saquon, and immediately, as soon as I got back to my seat, um, I hear Kenny Galladay is out for the rest of the game. I was like, karma. Fuck me, right? Karma. <laughs> I also made fun of my brother because of karma, right? And... <laughs> I was like, hey, Myra, look at these nachos. They remind you of anything? Nice. And so I got my shit. Yeah, like I, it, it came back. So whatever, uh, the Cowboys are kicking uh, ass. And I noticed that Isaac, the little bitch, sends a message saying, good game, William. And I was just like, this motherfucker. He was like, nope, not going to work on me, blah, blah, blah. Cash flow, everybody's responding to it. Next thing you know, towards 
Go ahead. Go ahead, Castro. I was going to say, the first person to respond to it actually was your brother. I didn't respond to like it was oh. pretty much settled. <laughs> That's it was right. your brother who got like, oh, big brother, <laughs> and got involved, so. Oh, big brother. <laughs> he did. He did. And uh, so we thought it wasn't going to work. I felt pretty good. I saw the scores. And um, Justin Herbert was still going. Eckler was still going. And uh, Chase Edmonds was still going um, at the time. And it's getting towards the end. And it's really fucking tight. Like the whole time we're watching the other game. And Justin Herbert throws a pass to Eckler. I was like, okay, that evens out. It's okay. You know, he scores a touchdown, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It gets really close. And Eckler, towards the end of the game, I don't know if you guys saw, ends up running the ball and goes and, like, gets down on purpose right by the goal line. He doesn't score, and he could have scored. Mm-hmm. He goes down on purpose. Like, okay, cool. Maybe I was still in the lead. Maybe it won't be Eckler that scores. But it made no sense to me. Like, why would they not score? They have, they're right there. They have plenty of time. So what do they do? They run the ball. Eckler scores a touchdown. Eckler goes up. And um, I'm now losing by, like, five points. Not only that, right before that, Chase Edmonds fumbles the ball, and I get negative two points. And he <laughs> was done in the, for, like, the rest of the eight minutes of that fourth quarter. You didn't see him. It was all James Conner and fucking Kyle Murray. And I was just like, this is bullshit. I just need five points from somebody. And I need it from Edmonds. It was my only hope uh, because the Chargers game was already going to end, and I didn't get it. And – yeah, I got fucked. I lost my five points. So, go ahead, Castro. I was just going to say, because I, I was paying attention to that after, like, the whole good game thing and all that. Like, Well, for most yeah. of it, I was just watching it slowly progress and stuff, and I was watching the Chargers game. And you you yeah. talked about the moment when Austin Eckler got a carry, and he could have totally ran it into the end zone, but they were thinking football, real football, and he just he just slides down. He, he could have walked it in. It was like a yard in. He just right. slides down and uh, just lets the he's trying to let the clock run out, and mm-hmm. to Williams' despair, next play they try to run it, and it's actually the Browns defenders who carry him in in order to preserve oh, time. Right. So it wasn't even Austin Eckler who wanted to score. The Browns defenders literally like circled him and pulled him into the <laughs> end zone. Uh, even mad so, at me, I was yeah. fucked. And it was, it's funny because I thought when Austin Eckler went down, I'm like, oh, that's game. It's over, right? So I immediately send my cousin a text. I'm like, because anytime we lose or something or have like a tough loss, we go, we send a text, hey, bro. And like, <laughs> I just sent him a hey, bro. And then uh, he starts typing. And like in the middle of him typing, Austin Eckler puts that. He's like, yeah. <laughs> then Isaac just puts, ha, 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 fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, looking at it, I was trying to figure out the context of this because the Chargers won by five, which means yeah. at the time they were down by either one or two, 42 to 40 or 42 to 41. I don't know if they kicked the extra point or not. It sounds like they did. So they were down by two. So they were basically – the Chargers were basically at the one and there was a chip shot field goal to probably win the game with no time left. Yeah, that was it. Leave it to Isaac. If I had a player stop at the one to stop scoring – in no universe would the opponents then pick him up and grab him and put him in yeah. the end zone. For it him. could have been another running back. It could have been anybody else. It could have been the fullback. No, it was fucking Eckler. And not only that, what haunted my dreams was all the shit that I talked about fucking Eckler all year. And it had to be him. So it had to be. It had to be fucking him that fucked me over. And I was just like, God bless America. Like why? Why? 
<laughs> yeah, justice. <laughs> That's justice. what I was gonna say before Castro elaborated on that part. Thank you. I for, I had heard. I didn't see the play. I had heard that he got carried in. I forgot it was him, and I forgot it was at that moment. And that literally was the difference. Uh, you lost by five points, and he scored six <sighs> on that touchdown. So that was yeah. That was the game. One forty-seven to your one forty-two. What I was gonna say, I didn't know that you had FaceTimed Jose, that you had made fun of your brother, that you lost Galladay, and then Austin Eckler is the one to close the door on you like a full karma sandwich. You don't it learn when. In fact, it all came past. I don't, I don't have the stats on me, but I'm pretty sure ever since you declared yourself that you were going to win two weeks ago and that you were going to be in the playoffs, that you are 0-2 since then. And Castor and I called it. <laughs> you fucked yourself. Fuck y'all. Sorry. Fantasy gods. That's why it is raining right now. Can, can <laughs> it is poor. Can I just say too, like I couldn't have been more happy in the middle of it. Like, yeah, this is gonna sound stupid and mean, but like I was like, this is gonna be a great loss for someone because it's gonna be so crushing. Like I was so excited to find out, <laughs> and it was, you didn't it was care my cousin was. and William. Yeah, and I was like, this is great. These are two people I wish that could lose. In what world so, uh, do you score 142 points and still lose a game? Oh, man, I, that's all I was thinking. I was like, man, either one of them is going to be crushed. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is just fucking wild. I even, when we, I was in the middle of the white area, I said, you know, fuck this. Like, you know, Isaac, thank God I wasn't drunk, but, like, I would have said a lot more words. But I ended up FaceTiming Isaac, and I was just like, fuck you. And he's just there with a big-ass smile on his face. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go to your house and trip you down the stairs. <laughs> like <laughs> a lot of raw emotions. <laughs> oh dude, it was bad. I gave it to a man and he was just smiling. It was like, I don't know. <laughs> he was enjoying it, man. He was taking it in. But overall it was a good game uh between Isaac and I. And uh yeah. Tough loss. That's the beautiful part. Loss. Beautiful part of this game. Uh William, I said I wouldn't give you shit because this wasn't a case of you losing in a loser bowl. Like, you put up the points. You had 142. It'll help you over on the standings. And, in fact, I think even though you It did. Six, it bumped them up a spot. So you now <laughs> actually advanced. You're no longer in seventh because you passed just enough in points. So if the playoffs were to start today, you would still be in. But the gods have warned you at this point. So you better watch your mouth. All right, all right. All right. I got to make fun of my brother FaceTime people during the game because you got man, so cocky. Man. I got so, I got so screwed. You know, like, yeah, like Saquon, dude. And you know, I I chose the Giants game to go and watch because I wanted to see Saquon live in person and Kenny Galladay, and I didn't get to see shit. <laughs> I didn't get to see either uh, of them. For context, what we keep talking about with Kenny Galladay, zero catches on three targets, and he got hurt and left the game in what, the second quarter? First quarter? No, the third quarter. Third quarter. Oh, William. Weren't yeah. you going to put in Jacoby Myers? Yes. Or was possibly. it Brandon Cooks? Uh, no, no, it was Jacoby Cooks Myers? Myers. Jacoby Myers is the one I was considering for Galladay. Over Galladay. God, he went worse of a loss. Awesome. Uh <laughs> Wait, 5.6. Uh, yep, that would have been enough. That would have been enough. It's all right, William. You're actually moved up in the standing somehow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my, there's a, there is a bright spot to it, at least. Yeah, <laughs> my players, I had players show up, and that's with like two donuts, you know, on, on my team. I had McPherson, Miss Phil goes, mm. put up zero, and I had uh, Galladay put up zero because he got hurt. Uh, but 
and Edmonds put up like one point something, you know. He didn't do great. Yeah. But crazy, crazy game in the Packers and Cincinnati one actually. Like they both missed. I think they missed a combined total of like yeah. five or six field goals in that game. Yeah. Like both kickers. Yeah. So. Yeah. But hey, uh, I was right. I was on the money. I woke up uh, Sunday morning uh, to watch most of the game uh, in London, and I was happy to hear that Michael Carter scored that touchdown. Oh, or C, I'm sorry, right here. So I was pretty content. I was like, today's going to be a good day. Today's going to be a good day. You got 11 points. Well, you weren't wrong about your own game, but you just didn't account for – Isaac. Isaac is like uh, Miller's protege in dark arts, <laughs> like evil witch magic bullshit that he pulls. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, just if you had told me Herbert gets 42, Swift gets 16, Carter actually scores, Mike Williams 28, and Antonio Brown 24, I'm like, oh, no way. No way. And I was going to say, we, we talked about last week, is this Daryl or Damien? I can never tell them apart. Damian Williams, the guy Damian who got the start because uh, David Montgomery got hurt. Isaac and Scott, we said, bid the exact same amount, but Isaac got the tiebreaker for some reason. And yeah. uh, that guy put up 14 on you, and I was like, man, that was probably the difference, except he probably would have started Pittman instead, and he also got 14. So okay. don't, yeah, don't feel <clears throat> bad on that one. But I would have been like, Jesus Christ, even the backup for the Bears double digits me on this one. No, I remember. Uh, I think it was a twelve o'clock game that started, and I was super excited because the Tennessee Titans defense immediately got a fumble recovery touchdown uh, within like the first two minutes. And I was like, "Yes, mm-hmm. feeling good." <laughs> well, it was a strong day for both of you. Unfortunately, Isaac was just a little stronger today, as he had the Cleveland Browns carry him to victory. Him and Austin Eckler. Do you, do you think if I change my name to Fuck Eckler, the fantasy guys wouldn't like that? I have no idea. Find out. Why don't you try it? Try it. Okay. I might. <laughs> or maybe well, I apologize and say, I'm sorry, Eckler. Maybe. Well, that loss drops you to three and two and advances Isaac to four and one. We'll see where that leaves him in the final standings at the end but let's move on to the next one the next close exciting game which is between me and you jose the commissioner bowl commissioner off and i will tell you i mean i'm on record as not picking my team when we did the preview episode (laughs) um i felt like this game was over thursday night when van jefferson had the touchdown go through his hands I really felt like it was over at 12.05 when Deontay Johnson caught a 50-yard touchdown. Like his, one of two catches on the game, and one of them was a 50-yard touchdown. I immediate. was certain it was over when I heard A.J. Brown caught a ball and got downed at the one and knew that meant they were going to hand it off to Derrick Henry, and uh, which, of course, they did, and he punches it in. I'm like, all right. And then it was buried alive when my quarterback, for the fourth straight week – Got injured mid-game, which was Daniel Jones, and it happened right in front of my face. But I didn't care because I knew the game was over up to that point. Uh, and I was working pretty much since since 11 a.m., so I didn't even watch a ton of the games. I would just kind of check the score and the projections and everything pretty much confirm what I thought because, of course, Derrick Henry, 31 points, three touchdowns. Devontae Adams, 
16 targets, 206 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then Deontay Johnson did his thing. And I saw Debo had, I don't think Debo had played at that point, but I was worried about him. And, uh, you know, like I said, I had Van Jefferson give me one, uh, Daniel Jones give me five, <laughs> fourth, fourth game in five weeks that my QB has given me seven points or fewer. The most I've had at that position all year is 13. Um, and, but I would see like little highlights. I'm like, Oh, Nick Chubb, 75 yard touchdown or Alexander Madison was doing well in place of Dalvin cook. I'm like, Oh, this is all, all for not, uh, even Dawson Knox at the end of the day, the set Sunday night game, um, had, uh, had a had a had a pretty big game. Three only three catches, but 117 yards and a touchdown. I'm like, oh, this is all great. Too bad it didn't happen in a week where I, I have a real player. And to be totally honest with you, I didn't even check the score difference going into Monday night. I knew I was down by a lot. I knew you had a defense going and and didn't pay any attention until eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. My watch was going off that Mark Andrews had been doing this or doing that. And I'm like, oh, he scored a bunch. Let me see the let me see how well he's doing. And I opened up the app and I audibly gasped and everyone freaked out. They, they thought somebody died because we were watching a movie in the living room. And um, they go, what? And I said, I'm beating Jose by one point. And they go, Jesus <laughs> Christ, we thought, some, we thought something important happened. <laughs> and I was like, no. And then Fonz, just like you, William, he went full karma. He's like, you shouldn't have looked. You shouldn't have looked. You fucked it up. You fucked it up. <laughs> and I'm like, he goes, give me your phone. Give me your phone. And so I give him the phone and it just we're I can't we're watching Squid Games, we're trying to finish it. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, uh-huh. I can't focus. I can't focus. I I'm only thinking about one thing. Give him my I give my phone. I like ripped it away from Fonts. And he's like, no, don't do it. So he takes it back. But Michelle is in the other corner watching the game. And um because she has to turn it off. And then I just see her and Sarah just go <gasps> just reacting I'm like, what, 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 what happened? They're like, I don't know how many points that is. I'm like, what the what happened? I was over at one point. They go, how many points is a blocked field goal worth? I go, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> and of course, Fonz, I told you, I told you, you shouldn't have looked. You should have put everything. Oh, shut the I started getting so angry because this is the closest thing I had had to hope all season long. And um, I'm sitting there pissed off at your brother. I'm pissed off that I looked. I'm pissed that they're watching it in the corner. They're like, do you want to keep watching the game or, or watch the show? I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and then, Castro, you chime in right at the height of that, and you go, oh, Mario D's with a bunch of eyeballs. And I just go, mind your business, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was high, tense moments. I knew this was the perfect time to strike. <laughs> Stupid. Because I was like, maybe no one else is like noticing this, and you erase that right away <laughs> because you <laughs> – I was like, maybe in claim I didn't know because honestly, I had no idea until I was up by one. And then the field goal block happens, puts me down by one. The game is like in the final drive. He's throwing it to the running backs over and over again. I'm like, they're just going to go down and fucking chip shot it. And Lamar Jackson's going to run it in. The one target he had to Andrews is the one target he missed. He threw it behind him and he dropped it. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm so fucked. Until they got to the like two yard line. And it looked like Lamar Jackson fumbled for a second, like on the one. I don't know if y'all remember that. And I was like, I'm, I'm done. It's all right. They just they just did this to tease me until the very last play of that drive. He finally found Andrews in the end zone, gave me a six, seven-point lead, and I could breathe easy. It was much nicer and easier to be around. Go on to hold the lead uh, and get my first win. I'm not, I'm not 0-5. 
to 117.9. Jose, sorry, I wanted to tell my perspective of this so that you could give the other side of the coin and your frustrations as well because something William kept alluding to is that Saquon in that Giants game did go down almost instantly, two carries for nine yards, 0.9 points on the day. So I know that was a big point of frustration, but I'll, I'll give you the floor now so you can tell us from your side what happened. Yeah, also, I real mean, quick, these hold on, real quick, hold on, hold on. Mark Andrews has not scored a touchdown since that game, right? Is that correct? He had not scored prior to that game. Yeah, or, or at all a touchdown. He, he had no shit. touchdowns on the season. Uh, he caught two in this game, and I actually went back to his entire career. This is the most fantasy points he scored in his entire career. Yeah, and Truly. he scored two touchdowns that day. Yep. And 147 yards receiving and a two-point conversion. Most points ever. A, truly a Monday night miracle. The kind of year I was having, that's the reason I hadn't I hadn't, I didn't even watch this game. But um, sorry, Jose. Uh no, I mean, uh there's not, not much <laughs> not much else to say, really. My my frustration's kind of calmed down a bit since then, but um I'll 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 chime in on 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 two points and that one is is Saquon going down. I yeah, so I felt I felt good about the matchup from my perspective, thinking I was gonna get the win right around Sunday, like two PM. So much so, like I never take naps on Sunday. So much so I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna take a nap today. Um and so by the time I woke woke up, it was like a couple minutes in at first. I'm not exactly sure when Saquon got hurt, but I it could it was in the first. It had to have been. Um because when I woke up, I went immediately opened the sleeper app, checked his stat line, and I was like, two carries for nine yards. That seems odd. So then I open Twitter and I search Barkley and then I see Barkley injured. He rolled his ankle. Then I see the shot of his ankle and I'm like, fuck. Um, yeah. And then so then I started waking myself up and then I started looking at, you know, who all I had, my current projection, the score, Mario, who all you, you had playing the current score and then the projection. I was like, I should be fine. And I really didn't pay attention to the matchup until Sunday night and I to be honest, I didn't look at the matchup again or watch the game until I saw Castro's eye emojis with <laughs> D's, D's versus Castro. And I was like, the fuck you mean D's versus oh, Castro? Me. Like, I have this game in the in the bag. Like, So then I open it, and that's when you're up by, like, one point. And I'm like, God, get the fuck out of here, man. Are you serious? Um, and then, like, it was, it was shortly after that that the Ravens got the blocked field goal. And I was like, whoo, back up by one. Like, I'm, you should have known that moment that I was watching. As soon as that happened, you should have <laughs> So I was, yeah. So I was like, block field goal. I should be good. And then I think at that point, uh, like I'm not sure. Like I can't really remember the, the sequence of events, but it was a tie ball game. Ravens got the ball, and I just remember like watching the game, like like uh, like two two feet away from the screen, just like please don't go to Andrews. And then he does throw that one, like that was way underthrown. And I was like, okay, like go anywhere but that way. And then when they get down to the one, I thought they fumbled. I was like, I'm good. Like this is going the other way. Not a fumble. And then, of course, as you mentioned it, Andrews gets that final touchdown. Um, so, yeah, super frustrating, especially when you consider the fact that what Mark Andrews has done up to this point in the season so far. And also, his stat line is ridiculous, um, too. And then three, two two-point conversions. No, like There's only been like 10 or 15 oh, wow. fucking players to ever do that in like NFL history. And he was one of them. <laughs> and I was going against him. And it would just happen to be like our game was that close. So... Yeah, a lot, a lot of frustrating points. Like I said, it kind of calmed down since then. But um, really thankful and, and grateful that I have uh, Saquon's backup on the bench, which I actually was going to drop him um, last Wednesday 
to make room for some other players. And then I thought to myself, I always do this. I drop people way too early. Let me wait at least one more week. And sure enough, this is what happened. So, yeah. Yeah. And the the shitty thing for Saquon on that is that it's not even his fault. Like he had the the surgery in the offseason. This was just a freak play where he stepped on somebody's foot. And I think I heard it's on the same leg. So now they're worried about trying to rehab his ankle without putting too much pressure on the recovering surgery on the knee. Um, Yeah, all that just to say, very good thing you had his backup who produced pretty well. Uh, He ended up getting in the end zone and caught three passes. And uh, Sorry, he ran in the end zone and then he caught another one. He scored twice, actually. Um, They seem to have no receivers at the moment. And if they're going to keep getting pressure, even with a backup QB, Booker was was relevant. Um, That was going to be one of my questions to you but maybe we can save it for the preview show was like how, I mean, you just got Barkley back and I was going to go so far as going his career. Like how many games has he, has he missed at this point, which we can go in and unpack later, but uh, be ready for that. Maybe next episode. This is why yeah. ladies and gentlemen, you never give up hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, I, I, like, of course this happens right after, after I kind of toot the horn on Saquon Barkley, like, Oh, broken Barkley. <laughs> right. And then a week later, you know, he rolls his ankle, but it wasn't his fault. Just super bad luck for him. Extremely bad luck for me. Just getting him back and seeing that kind of Saquon performance that I, I I've been hoping we've all been hoping for. Right. Um, and yeah, so again, just, it's just bad luck, but I kind of also blame Will for being at that game and wanting to see what? Saquon and then call, <laughs> calling me right after saying, Hey, you want to do something to his ankle? Um, but also 20 minutes before, Saquon rolled his ankle. I get a text from Miller saying, hey, have yourself a fantasy day there, buddy. Like saying, like, oh, you're doing so good. <laughs> 20 minutes before I see the tweet about uh, or like the tweet gets posted about like from Giants or from ESPN or whatever it was like Saquon's ankle. Like he's, he's on the sidelines. And I was like, are you fucking serious? And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, I wasn't trying to curse you. I bet I bet on him with you. And I was like, uh, so, yeah, no, I, I don't I don't blame Will. But I just thought that was uh, that was funny, too. Yeah, what I, I, don't blame, I don't blame Miller's Miller. Fault. I blame Will. No. no, 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 no. Let's reverse. <laughs> what I'm hearing is Miller, it's Miller's fault. Got it. Miller's Whatever fault. helps you sleep at night. Hey, you know what? We should do a podcast with like uh, people who are in the house when, like, when you guys lose, like Myra, maybe Sarah. Um, I don't just and just have a podcast of them, their reaction <laughs> of when you guys lose. And I wonder like how horrific it is, you know, just to like – I can't talk to them. I like I fucking hate fantasy football. You know, or just like <laughs> I want I want William to host that podcast. <laughs> I'll do it. The women of fantasy. I fucking do it, dude. We're like, tell me how you feel. The wives of fantasy football. <laughs> what is these? Did these hurt you? Did the these hurt you? That's threw a really fucking, good podcast idea. <laughs> these threw a vase at me. <laughs> Uh, I've honestly been pretty chill. Like I said, I was kind of in a cool mood when the season started. I'm like, oh, I lost, you know, whatever. I finally got the ring. I'm not super worried about it. But like the fates were testing my patience at 0-2, 0-3, 0-4, and then going into this matchup with Jose when, like I said, I thought it was over for all the way until like 10 p.m. on Monday night when I even had any idea that that was happening. And oh my god, like so that's the closest I got to caring. And I was like, they did this to me on purpose. They just wanted me to have a shot, and so they could rip it away. <laughs> and um, and then right after the block field goal, I was like, this stupid fuck with his goggles. Who gets their own field goal block? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I was like, I was going to look up the stat of how many of how many field goals attempted. Like, do do they actually get blocked? What is the percentage? Get some new fucking glasses because you clearly can't see the goddamn Shit. defender coming up. <laughs> I was so mad at this dude. This was this uh, is another situation where I was just like, it's a win win. It's win win. Mario confirmed that he was pissed when he said, "Mind my own business." And then if he loses, <laughs> if he wins, Deez is going to be pissed that he lost to Mario. It's another win win yeah. situation for me. I had to check my blood pressure uh, a couple times during Sunday. I was so excited. You're going to have a heart attack in games you're not even involved in. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, the other part of that, I, I said the only bright spot on my team has been Dawson Knox, and I was in a spot where I'm like, I have to start two tight ends. I, I never condone that. Uh, but after looking at this week, there's a fun little factoid. Dawson Knox is tight end two, and now with the 30-point game, Mark Andrews is tight end three. I put Mark Andrews on the trade block this past week. Nobody gave a shit, except actually Jose, who told me that you might have expressed interest had we not been playing each other this week. You're like, oh, let's just give it a week. So uh, very backwards, opposite luck of, of what I'm used to. <clears throat> um, but another fun fact, Miller messaged me about Dawson Knox not all that long ago. Uh, so he's already, he's already trying to poach him. He said he's trying to get all of his team to be Chiefs and Bills. <laughs> The he's almost yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty close. Uh, that's about it. Uh, as I said, I am no longer on team winless. I am out of that pool at one and four. Jose, you dropped to three and two, but have a sizable points lead on on a lot of people. And again, we'll go through the standings as we get to them. Uh, Castro, since you're here, why don't we jump to yours and what was probably the biggest beatdown of the day? <laughs> I think yeah, you did get that award, if I'm not mistaken. I think I did. I think I gapped uh, by 100, almost. No, you beat him by 60. Oh, you, no, 60. Sorry. I gapped someone by 100, I thought. Uh, almost Scott. Almost, almost got. 68 and a half. Uh, you absolutely stomped uh, Fonz. Poor Fonz. Fonz is 0-2 now when he appears on the podcast. <laughs> you stomped Fonz. <laughs> 164.8. I'm pretty sure that's the high score of the season to his 104.08. Not even a terrible game from Fonz, but uh, in a week where a lot of points were scored, 104 did not do it. I asked you if you were worried about Tom Terrific and his uh, one touchdown in the last two games. He came back with the help of the Dolphins. He had 411 <laughs> yards and five touchdowns, 37 fantasy points. What the fuck? How old is this guy? The Angels wonder. He's the GOAT. Uh, Jonathan Taylor finally had his breakout game you'd been looking for. 53 rushing yards and a touchdown. I'm pretty sure he caught a 75-yard touchdown at some point in the day. It was like the first thing that happened. It was like, yeah, the first one of the first plays was a screen pass and just took it to the house, which is awesome because that's when I drafted Jonathan Taylor last year too. I was waiting for that like because I knew he had breakaway speed like that, and it mm. took like till the end of the season to see one of those. So to see that this early is great. Because I thought I was going to have to wait again for like the end of the season. But. Well, good on you for that. 28.9, his high on the year. Hopkins got back into the end zone, 87 yards and a touchdown of 14. We saw DK's really good game on Thursday night, gave you 21. Uh, CD, bounce back game, 84 and a touchdown. Although one of those was on 150-yard catch. So if it wasn't for that one, he had a pretty quiet day. Otherwise, uh, and then Najee continues to produce 
23 carries. Wow, 122 rushing yards and a touchdown. Um, this was pretty one-sided and not as close. I don't know if you have anything you want to unpack about your team or thoughts that you had as the day went on. Uh, I mean, nothing like as the day went on, I didn't care. Only thing is, like, I really want Rob Gronkowski, obviously, to come back because even with him gone, neither of the two idiots that are there can do anything with Tom Brady, surprisingly. Um, so I might, I'll save it for the preview game, I guess, and who I'm starting there. But no, and then Joe Mixon, too, was a nice surprise because I hate, I was in the same situation you were, Mario, with Dalvin Cook, where he was just, they said, oh, he's injured, we're going to limit him, where I'd rather say just sit him, and so I could mm-hmm. sit him and let him get healthy, and I'll put someone else in the flex or something. So that was about it, though. But he ended up scoring but, one touchdown, which was nice. I thought he didn't play because Michelle had started P. Ryan and he had a really good game. Yeah. So I thought Mixon was out. He basically was. And it was so frustrating. Like, if you're going to, like, limit his touches, right, that's cool. But, like, at the very least, put him in the spots where you know, like, you need to have him in there. There was, like, a couple of times where, like, th- third and one. And, like, Joe Mixon all day. One yard. <laughs> like, that's maybe, like, a 60 to 70% chance he'll pick that up. What did they try? They QB sneaked it one try. And then I think they tried it with Samanje Piran the second time. And it would have made a world of difference in these, like, situations. But whatever. But to me, I was like, why even fucking put Joe Mixon in like why say you're gonna play him if you're gonna limit him and not use him for the important snaps <laughs> it's one of those things where I think like the coach can't be this fucking dumb like <laughs> but yeah uh yeah even still he 10 carries for 30 yards but he did score he got you nine and a half it was just that kind of day Cameron Brait one of the low uh kind of the only dim spot on your team with 1.2 one catch for 12 yards seems to me if you see consider yourself a contender and you're lacking <laughs> in a position, you might be in the market for a uh, a usable tight end. No, hmm. I have Rob Gronkowski coming back. Oh, uh, when I listed the top three, I guess you thought Gronk was number one. <laughs> he hasn't played in like two weeks. He was number like two for a while. Well, you got to play to keep your rank. He's coming back. Tom Brady's throwing five touchdowns a game. You think one of those ain't going to Gronk? You mad crazy. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, oh, shit, did it go out? <laughs> no, I, I zoned out for a second. Uh, you Sorry. said, Gronk, can I stop listening? Uh, <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll see. The guy's got broken ribs, and he's already retired once. You better check the trade deadline. See, because the price might just keep going up on my boy Andrews. Hey, I got Gusecki. You want Gusecki? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, dude. Let me know. Uh, over to Fonz's side deck solid game 20 fantasy points Kamara bounce back game um, closer to what we had been seeing from Kamara previous years 16 carries for 71 yards and a score but five catches on eight targets that's that's how they need to use him I think they finally let Jameis kind of uh, let loose a little bit apparently he had a good matchup because Washington's defense is uh, terrible. They're the opposite of what really? everyone thought they were going to be. Uh, so most QBs have been carving them up. Kamara took advantage of that. Just a uh, wrong week for it. That was pretty much the only bright side that he had, other than Tyler, Tyler Higby scoring again. Two catches for 14, but he, but he got in the end zone. And Zacchaeus, uh, I felt bad about that as it was happening because <laughs> we had talked him out of A.J. Dillon to put in 
Zacchaeus, which I still kind of agreed with because everyone was hurt and AJ Dillon's a backup, except Dillon, he's getting a lot more usage. Uh, eight for 30 and then four catches for 49, and he scored. He had 13.9. Uh, luckily, it didn't cost Fonz the win. Uh, but as far as future prospects, William, I had no idea. You shared with us a graphic on uh, Kadarius Tony's day, the rookie for the Giants, uh, oh, yeah. who filled in as the number one with uh, Slayton and Shepard down. Uh, it's hard to actually watch the game, even though even though I'm there, just kind of running around a lot. Um, but he had 10 catches on 13 targets for 189 yards. I had no idea that was his stat line. And your stat line also included one punch because <laughs> he got ejected in the fourth quarter <laughs> of this game. Yeah. Um, my brother wanted real quick for me to say that these, it is your fault. The reason why he said AJ Dillon and he blames you for this loss. <laughs> I don't think I ever said the sit AJ Dillon. I just said to start Z- Zacchaeus or whatever. Right. And then I remember him right. asking about like, Oh, would you do the same thing or something about Kadarius Tony? And I can't remember what I said, but if I also, if I said start him as well, uh, I, I, I honestly don't know, but I don't remember yeah, saying I, I, sit AJ Dillon. But if I did, I'm sorry. You definitely, you definitely um, motivated him to uh, start the the wide receiver for Atlanta because he was like, "Oh yeah, you do have a good point. There's nobody else there." It and made sense. When, it did. It did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. But he was just being silly. It was just like, "I blame you, these." I'll take that. I, could, yeah, he's you like, blame me. I'll take that. He's like, <laughs> "I'm sorry." Well, make did sure. He, did AJ Dillon <laughs> score sixty points or something? <laughs> 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 what was he blaming these for? <laughs> He <laughs> needs to blame somebody. He said that on the day too, he, like because I I was walking around feeling the guilt, like it was my fault. Because I remember saying that I would make that swap, and uh, he was like, "No, I blame D's." And I was like, "I mean, I, I said it too." He's like, "No, I blame D's." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you make sure you make sure to let D's know two things." And I don't remember what the second one was, but I remember this one. <laughs> was he gonna offer me a nacho? I mean, I don't know. I'm not Next making fun time. of him for that anymore, okay? All right, dude. Next time we go to the stadium with him, we should all just walk up with nachos already in hand. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, thanks. I already got my own. Uh, we're good. I knew you were going to get some in offer, so I just got mine ahead of time. <laughs> You're fucked up, dude. That's my boy, dog. Nah, but um, uh, I did tell my brother the same thing, Mario. Um, that rookie man, uh, he might have something, Tony. Uh, like now, um, they got no white, they got nothing, dude. <clears throat> Everybody's hurt on that team, they're getting healthy yeah, again, and they are. But the important thing is here is that in his time, he's coming and proven that he can be a playmaker. Uh, two weeks in a row now with um, with nine plus targets, nine last week and 13 this week, and looking at his snap share here. He only played 54% of the snaps and had almost 200 yards. If you come in and show you can do that, he's watching some of those highlights today. He's shifty. Uh, I won't call him Tyree Kill, but he's definitely hard to get his hands, get your hands on. Uh, so he might have carved out himself a permanent role even when those guys come back. I heard but, people saying he might be in the doghouse, actually. For throwing uh, why, because he punched somebody well, in the face? Yeah, yet. well, that, that coach is apparently like a – like a big ass or big hard ass type of coach, you know, like no mm. fucking around. <laughs> I was telling, hey, learn how to throw a punch before you do that. Do why send a closed fist at a player wearing a helmet? Right, that, that makes no fucking sense. That doesn't make any sense. But he went straight at it too. Like how I don't know. Just when you see it in slow mo, 
was like, this guy clearly just, I don't know. It just made no sense. Man, we went to go try and get like sounds of the sideline after that fight. And I was trying to ask the fans like right behind us, like, hey, who was in that? Because we, we couldn't see it. We were running around doing other stuff. And um, I turned around to a group of three. It was a guy and two girls. As I walked up to the guy, I could see how glossy his eyes were. And they were almost like cross-eyed. He was so fucked up. <laughs> but as I walked up to him, I tried anyway. I was like, hey, who just got into that fight? And he's like, the Cowboys. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I was like, y'all didn't see the number? The, the two girls were like, no, no, we didn't see it. And eventually they bumped into me and were like, hey, it was 18. It was 18. I was like, oh, KZ. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had the guard get my attention. So we went over to go listen to him. And, man, they were getting real hood down there. Like, oh, he's going to see me after the game. 88, 89, he's going to see me after the game. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go then. Let's go. Man. Dude, uh, speaking of that, it reminded me of the next day, um, Jen sent me and my brother a message. And it was a still shot of me and my brother looking at Jen because uh, her and her mom were like, <laughs> uh like two rows underneath us and the whole time like i was like screaming like yeah go jen go good job jen yeah yeah catch that ball jen and she didn't hear anything and when she got up her mom got her a pretzel um i was just like yeah jen eat that pretzel that's right and she turned around <laughs> and was just like what the fuck like uh but she took a still shot of it right before we had like said that and we're just like you know, we're just like creeping, like looking at her, just like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, just, it just looked hilarious. And Yo, my brother no asked, like, creeps. <laughs> my brother asked, like, how did you get that? And she said how she got it. I was like, man, you could utilize that thing to do some creepy stuff <laughs> or look at some really funny things. I bet Jen's mom was like, honey, I think you're going to get kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> These Mexicanos keep looking at you. <laughs> These two people that look like they eat tacos are just yelling at me. <laughs> just off from probably taco. wouldn't have said that, but <laughs> yeah, that yeah, we're being Fawn Fon sent multiple videos of y'all just videotaping her two rows in front, yelling at her. <laughs> just yeah. like, oh, I didn't realize he sent those. Yeah, just taking videos. Yeah. Couple of creeps. I'm glad I never sit in those seats so that nobody knows which employee those actually belong to. They're just random people show up every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Castro, that improves you to four and one as well. And uh, we'll see what that did for you in the points standings here at the end. Bonds has fallen to two and three in the process. Moving on. Let's see. Really let's quick. See, let's see. Speaking while you uh, do that, speaking on points. Last week, we had a new record for lowest points scored in a regular season game. Well, this week, with Castro's 164.84, that is now the most points scored in a regular season game, previously owned by Miller, 163.9. So 164.84, Castro is the score to beat. Nice. Astros. I know. I know Astros. what's scored. What to do next week? The next week. Okay. We need we need to have we need to have a line drawn that says Here in the post second oh. flex era Here because Miller did it with one fewer position player. Is that I basically did it with one fewer position player? No, my because you're tight on sucks ass. 
<laughs> Miller did it with a tight end also. He didn't get a second flex. <laughs> um, I will say Stark that I did it in the cave. <laughs> I, I, I got really close to the perfect lineup I could have made. I was like 99.9 yeah. something. Yeah. I was really Oh, yeah, I did see that stat. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, well, you lost, so. <laughs> You're probably too busy crying. I was. I'll admit it. <laughs> I was. Uh, I just want you to know you made speaking... me happy this weekend, William. It's very rare, but you made me happy. <laughs> Boner check speaking... happy or just happy? <laughs> Both. You guys tell me when you're done. Uh, I think we're done. Uh, let's do that one. We're on right now. <laughs> he said, "Oh, oh my God! All right. Speaking of Miller, former uh, points champ, weekly points champ, uh, he had a beatdown himself in a one forty three to seventy nine victory over Warwick, improving Miller to four and one. Also, another trend coming, uh, dropping Warwick to three and two. Uh, Josh Allen continues to just dick everyone in this league." QB four on the year, his second thirty point game in the last three weeks. I can't believe how much this guy runs. He doesn't look that fast. Eleven carries for fifty nine and a touchdown, and uh, he only completed fifteen passes, but for three hundred and fifteen yards and three touchdowns. That's just nuts. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And then uh, his number one and two running backs are Cordell Patterson and Zach Moss. <laughs> He has no business scoring 143 points with these guys. The but of course, fuck? because it's Miller, uh, Cordell gets in the end zone again, 11.4 on the day. Zach Moss, no touchdowns, but 9.2. Uh, Tyreek had kind of an off day, just 78 yards total. He got hurt. Uh, yeah, I didn't see the play. Did, did anybody see that? I didn't see it. Did not. Did get hurt. Uh, Castro, you called it just a week late. Emmanuel Sanders, three catches, two of them for touchdowns, 54 yards, 17 points. And Emmanuel Sanders is the wide receiver 14 on the entire season. It's ridiculous. He didn't know that. Yeah. I feel like none of this is sustainable. Like, I think <laughs> this all has to come back down eventually. Like, there's no way it just keeps up this way. It's, there's no way. There's no way Zach Moss... Cordell Patterson, Cordell Patterson and Emmanuel Emmanuel Sanders take Miller all the way. There's no, there's no way. That's ridiculous. That'd be the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. I mean, he he won his championship with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Devontae Parker on that roster. I was gonna make a comment <laughs> about parts. that too. Yep, exactly. Yep. Is that how he got there? There or was it just like that's they what were he good? Had no, they were good all the way through. Jose, you might remember. No, that, that's it. I, I can't say if they were like the best options throughout the season, but I know at least with the playoffs, they got them through. And definitely in that championship game, they they were big hitters in that game. That's tough. Yeah, he's actually sat Amari Cooper when he could have put him in the flex. Uh, Zeke having a, the bounce back of his career came out pretty slow, but the last four games, I'm sorry, just a bad opener, but 15, 23, 20, 23, three straight games. With 20 plus points. One, two, three, four, five touchdowns in the last four games. Even with Pollard being as involved and as involved as he is, uh, he's still getting his, and the offense is so good it's sustainable. Running back three on the year. Looks like he finally got the man he traded for. 
Yeah. All that he gave up for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we remember what that was? Claypool, Rugs. They're two picks, uh, I think. It's probably two there. Twelve. Yeah. yeah. And a second rounder, I think. It was a lot. <laughs> Too much to remember. Well, he's somehow still winning with Cordero Patterson and Zach Moss and Corey <laughs> David. Like, I don't I don't how does this lineup put up 143 points? I don't get it's it. Ridiculous. <laughs> I don't get it. And he traded away McCaffrey. He required acres and can't even use him. Calvin Ridley is hurt and hasn't been good because Atlanta sucks and it doesn't matter. Just keeps going. Still four and one. I don't it's fucking wizard, man. <laughs> I think it's going to come uh, back down eventually. There's no way those players sustain this as much success. Maybe. Maybe so. And he's got a lot of stock in the Bills and Chiefs offenses. Um, One of those is kind of going down. The Chiefs are kind of not – they're not what they, they were look human. a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, and Tyreek and Kelsey both dealing with the injuries as well. But I don't know. Uh, I think Miller plays Michelle this next week. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be the Josh Gordon show. What in uh, Kansas City? <laughs> yeah, start him then. Yeah, yeah. start him then. He did I'll better than me. Galladay. He didn't do better than Michael Hardman. Uh, going over to War Excited things. His front three weren't bad. I mean, Mahomes. I think he was QB one coming in. He is still QB one even after a. Mediocre game for him, 19 points. I would take that in a heartbeat. Uh, Kareem Hunt, somehow still relevant. I don't know how he's keeping up this pace. He just gets in the end zone every freaking game. One, two, three, four, five touchdowns through five games. Two more added this past week. He's barely playing half the snaps, but he's just so effective and efficient with it. He's RB5 on the season, beating out the starter on his own team at I, talk about I unsustainable. It. I think yeah. that'll go away too. That too. I hate the way he runs. Like just the, <laughs> the way he runs. It looks so stupid. It looks like he's doing like some like weird. I don't know how to describe it verbally, but like it just looks. Go look up any video of him running. And he's like, like if he's head, if he's trying to touch his like butt with his head or something, he leans so much far back. It pisses me off. I'm like this fucking guy. <laughs> Are you staying at his butt, man? Leave his butt alone. I'm not. It's just like it looks like he's trying to scorpion himself opposite. <laughs> way. I don't know. I have to. I've never seen this. I'll have to look out for it. Just look how it just makes me mad. I don't like how he runs when he's breaking That's away me. and trying to go full speed. Is when it really comes out. Makes you mad because you wish he had that ass or what? No, Mr. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry. Oh, um. Warwick's front three did pretty well. 19 from Holmes, 21 for Kareem Hunt, and 16 for Henderson. But it was the bottom half that didn't deliver. DJ Moore, 3.8. T. Higgins, 5.2. Darren Waller, whoever since he had his 19 target game against me has kind of dropped off for what you'd expect from him. Only two touchdowns on the season so far. Tight end four on the year. It's a tough position to fill, but um, definitely, definitely – Oh my god, he's twenty nine. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yeah, they say tight ends take a while to uh, kind of fully develop. Uh oh, somebody's getting a weather alert. 
Oh, dang it. All our stuff is going to stop. Remember, I did is this it? last time. Is mind. it an Amber Alert? Because I'm still going. No. Mine. I don't know. Remember, I don't edit anymore, William. Be entertaining. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Cole Beasley, a.k.a. Les Welker, one catch for five yards. Rough day. Marvin Jones, one catch, 25 yards. And his defense, ooh, no wonder he dropped him. They just, the Chargers defense is good. I really believe that. But something special happened in that Browns Chargers game where it just turned into a full on shoot. Because the Browns defense isn't bad either. They just, they were both just Just completely taken out of it. The offense has said, we're running this game. Last team standing. Yeah. Yeah, they get three for them. Browns defense. <laughs> they, they lost their own points in the process. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that would have not, been like the greatest thing ever if you had the Browns defense and you started them against Isaac and they carry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe the day wasn't perfect. Will okay. <laughs> could have been better. <laughs> If you can imagine. <laughs> I can't. Um, it sounds like the gods might have heard I was thinking about Sam Darnold because he had his worst game of the year at 6.08. It's <laughs> like by far the worst. It's like anyone I even think about also goes to shit. <laughs> now you got to uh, make a trade for him. Now he talks. <laughs> Now's the time to buy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. I got my another start. Everyone knowing my curse, they're like, oh, you, so you're starting Mac Jones this week, right? Because he's playing the Cowboys. So we could go ahead and use that guy getting uh, his leg broken or his concussed or whatever the hell's like they have in store for him now. Uh, all right. Like I said, Miller four and one now. Work three and two. Moving on. Let's knock out Justin and Scott. Rough day at the office for Scott yet again. Um, after a trade he made today, I think he is going into full-on rebuild Tank mode. Move. Tank rebuild mode. He dropped uh, to Justin. Justin had a pretty nice game, 123 to 68.5. A lot of that coming from Lamar Jackson's crazy second half in Monday Night Football. He did. 442 passing yards, four touchdowns, two two-point conversions. Ooh. He ran the ball 14 times for 62 more yards, 41.8 points on the day as a whole. Uh, Antonio Gibson got his. And those were kind of the heavy hitters. Josh Jacobs gave him double digits. Tony Pollard. I th- I'm starting to look at Tony Pollard and Zeke as kind of like – a lighter version of uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb at this point, except yep. Pollard is not close to scoring as many touchdowns as Hunt, but he's he's startable from this point. 14 carries, 75 yards, four catches, 28 yards. He touched the ball 18 times as a backup. Yeah. I'm just saying this to upset you because he dropped him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need him, bro. <laughs> Um, Dalton Schultz, too. I don't think he's tight end four. Oh, he is. He's the guy. He's actually ranked higher than Waller at the moment. Damn. Oh, okay. Dang. Shows how definitely like, getting try that. Bad. Uh, yeah, the tight end <laughs> position is. <laughs> That's true. Not saying that he's bad. It's just like he went from nowhere to four, probably. 
in matter of weeks. After after that twenty point game, yeah, and that's when Justin picked him up. And since then, been good. Six catches for eight targets, back to back weeks. Uh, scored in one of those games, and yeah, for how shallow the position is, you'll definitely take that. Justin has the Midas touch on players. He just gets rid of them before they turn to gold. This <laughs> is problem. So, <laughs> looks like he kept this one in time. Uh, biggest injury news for him came in the form of Clyde Edwards Elaire going down. Yeah. Um, and I'm just not realizing they put him on IR, so he's guaranteed to miss at least three weeks. I don't yeah. know three weeks sound like it looked nasty that hit. Did y'all see it? I did not. I, like he, I didn't he got, see it. He got bent. Like it looked a lot worse than what what he actually got. But like he was just he actually did the scorpion. <laughs> so and like with a player <laughs> on top of him, basically. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, look it up when you get a chance. It was pretty gross. I'm gonna look up Clyde Edwards Hilaire getting hurt and Kareem Hunt running like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh these two I say I have the toughest time trying to pick the starting lineup every week. Justin was actually pretty efficient this week, uh, with all of his guys contributing a little bit and a few guys hitting home runs, Lamar Jackson being the biggest, and then Antonio Gibson doing well. Uh Stefan Diggs. Anybody want to have a guess at what his rank is at wide receiver? 24. 25. Okay, yeah. Seven. Wide receiver seven. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I looked at this on Sunday and I forgot. Quiet. But I'll stay out of it because I I did look at it. I think it's in the 30s. Two catches for 69 yards on the season. He is wide receiver 27. You guys are close. I said 37. Oh, I thought, I thought you said I, I thought you said a low number. Okay, okay. Low number. Or a high number. I thought you said he's seven or eight or something. I think it cut off, though. That's why I was like, wow, really that high? Wait, wait, William, you said 27? Uh, yeah, yeah, I said 37. No, I'm just kidding. I said 70s. You, you said say. 70, dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's been slow out of the gate. At this point, his brother almost catches as many balls as he does. Damn. <laughs> relax, uh, Cowboys fans. Relax. Okay. <laughs> His he's been between sixty and seventy yards, four out of five games. He had one game with 114, but only one touchdown on the season. Uh, Justin moved some pretty valuable parts to get him. And if he actually steps up, he was supposed to be the one reliable wide receiver he has on a team that has like Rondale Moore and Devontae Smith. And uh, Sammy Watkins and Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel and Cedric Wilson, like Diggs was supposed to be the locked in one. And wide receiver 27 is not bad, but shit, at this point, if he had kept Hollywood Brown, Hollywood Brown, if he had caught those easy touchdowns he dropped, he'd be like wide receiver two right now. I know who's fucking him Miller. Because Miller's starting <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders, and that's exactly. where it's all going. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's all going. That's Maybe true. Nothing. I forgot. We talked about it because Sanders is wide receiver 14. Yeah. He's doubling him up, the 34-year-old. What the? Come on. Yeah, Ugh. 34. Makes 34. me sick. <laughs> uh, going to Scott's side, it's just dark days for Scott. Um, Scott's most valuable piece was David Montgomery. He drafted him in the first round, I think, three years ago now. And he moved him today. He took Fonz's first-round pick, um, which – I don't know. We'll see if Fonz makes a playoff or not. 
Um, he originally wanted my pick. I know this because Fonz told me. And I don't blame him because I was the one in four team. Fonz bet on himself, William, just like you. He said, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. He did. He did. Take my, take my pick because I am going to have more success <laughs> than, <laughs> than the other one. At so, least so at least Fonz has a better record than you right now. Like <laughs> true. so it's not I'm pretty sure when William made that trade, it was yeah, or either it was off or, season. I think it was off season. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fonz is way way more reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where that goes. We got a lot of time left and my team finally has some has some fire in it. At least lost some grit. <laughs> Just need a fucking quarterback. Yeah, um, this is right here, dude. Oh, he'll be fine. He's got a million points. You better hope. You better hope he doesn't lose more games because he'll still outscore you and take that six spot. <laughs> Next question, William. You just actually, don't and and I was I was looking at this today, and this is a this is something I won't share out. But um, if you look and compare like the schedules, like our schedules and who we're playing each other for the rest of the season. Fonz has, well, you won't be able to see it now, but Fonz has a tougher schedule, like rest of season schedule than Mario. Um, so I, I'm, I'm almost willing to bet Mario's still going to finish like higher than, or better than Fonz. And I like, and I know that's hard to maybe see with, with, you know, Mario's tough start, but I, I could easily see Mario winning seven out of the remaining nine games left of the of the regular season, but no one else looks go. that far. I do. <laughs> uh, I know we're in the same division, you, me, and Warwick, and I've played each of you once, so i got to play each of you again. Uh, so I'll see you and Miller. I'm pretty sure I see Miller in a couple of weeks even. And uh, and Warwick again, although Warwick uh, seems to be getting further and further away from that giant killer name until he changes it back. Anyways, back to Scott. Uh, he moved Montgomery for Fonza's first-round pick. Um being that that was his strongest piece, it seems like he is preparing for next year. Uh, Singletary, rough game, 2.3. Damian Harris, 9.8, but I think he got hurt. Allen Robinson, they're just, I heard a stat today that they're just not throwing the ball. Like they're averaging 19 targets per game when I think the Lee average is like 34. So they're working with the rookie quarterback. If, if he has any luck, Allen Robinson will be off that Bears team in, in a better situation next year because we're looking at Emmanuel Sanders being relevant. At 34, Allen Robinson's only 28. So he just needs a better situation. Way, way better, too, a right receiver. <laughs> right. I mean, he's been in shit. What, he went from the Jags to the Bears? Like, he yeah. has had nothing his whole career. Yeah, and he still stays relevant. Like, he's still considered a good wide receiver for fantasy. <laughs> yeah. He's still got some value just, just not on that team. Jalen Waddell dealing with terrible offense. Uh, no offense. Typical tight end game, three catches, 20 yards. Tyler Boyd, quiet day. Robert Woods was, you know, they made an effort to get him involved, and we talked about that. That was his lone <laughs> bright spot on the day. And he might have something in Elijah Mitchell, too, because it seems like I haven't looked at all the first round, but it seems so far like the biggest bust of our first-round draft might be Trey Sermon because the Niners don't seem to like him. They're starting this fifth-round rookie over him uh, anytime Elijah Mitchell is healthy. Yeah. So suck that, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Any uh, anybody words for 
for Scott? It's not your fault. Yeah, I've said it once. I'll say it again. You know, if fantasy football is making the best start, like starting the best combination of players to get you that win over the other player, and it's it's really hard to do that when you don't have when you only have one guy on your roster inside the top ten at their at that position. So it's not his fault. It's just that you know that's just how his team's performing. I'm glad he he made a move today. Um, you know, and got a first round. So tough break. Yeah. Not your fault. And he will now spend the rest of the season rooting against Fonz, hoping that pick just goes up and up and up <laughs> as the year goes on. And I, I helped him this week. Oh, <laughs> beating the shit out of Fonz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Like, I haven't looked at the incoming rookies, but Scott uh, is one of the last two winless teams along with Michelle. But if Fonz finishes in ninth or 10th place, he could have two picks in the top four potentially. Yeah, by the time lottery's done. So, I like I like balance. I like to see stuff like that. So I hope it I hope it comes to that this off season. Okay, last cool. matchup of the week: uh, the former office mates, Michelle versus surprising Jacob. We said Jacob came in and just cleaned fucking house, and um, Michelle coming off the thirty three point game. I think it was you alluded to it, Jose. Um, set the wrong kind of record in, in the points category last week, uh, but didn't give up, came back with the vengeance. She talked about how she had just bought stock and backup running backs, and pretty much all of them have become relevant in Samaj <laughs> P. Ryan. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire went down this past week, so that has Daryl Williams, yeah, yes, Daryl yeah. Williams. Darryl. And we, and I we, think started we told her this. to drop him like a two no. weeks ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were going through her when huh? we were going through her lineup, we we mentioned him, and I said, you know what, I don't like that because as soon as I say drop him, the starter's going to get hurt, and you're going to say I would have had him running back. So don't do that. So he, she dropped somebody else. I'm glad, <laughs> glad she did. <laughs> I know. I told her to drop him. I'm pretty sure because I was like, I don't, I didn't care for him, even if Clyde Edwards Hilaire got hurt. We'll see. Um, she came back and put up put up a hell of a fight, and still is. She's like the Dan Campbell of this league. She wasn't crying, but she's just like. One of these weeks, I'm going to break through. Get that dub. <laughs> well, she was Lottery crying. be damned. <laughs> uh, but good signs out of Trevor Lawrence, 21.7 uh, on the week. Samaj P. Ryan, as we said, stayed relevant. Looks like he close to 80 all-purpose yards and a touchdown, 14.3 on the day. Jared McKissick, God, she just can't hit it with him. Every time she starts him, he does shit. And every time she sits him, he does well. So... <laughs> At the moment, it seems like every other game is good. So against the Chiefs this week, when they have to throw a lot, presumably, uh, might be a McKissick week. Uh, Henry Ruggs, God, that whole Raiders situation. I, that whole team might be going, going to the toilet this year. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about that largely because I want to stay out of it. But uh, anybody have any thoughts on on John Gruden? I uh, will talk off the record. <laughs> controversial why, why don't you email me your thoughts <laughs> I'm going to email you my thoughts <laughs> it's uh, too soon Mario jokes oh jeez oh, I actually don't know a lot of what he said I've, I've only heard a little bit and a little bit I've heard has not been good and it's just too bad I always liked watching his quarterback camps and obviously yeah. like when people mimic his, mock his voice but uh <laughs> 
oh well, eh, you know, you stay in the light long enough, eventually someone will tear you tear you down or find something on you. Uh, anyway, moving on, Cooper Cup. He had played Thursday night. Uh, decent game, ninety two yards. This is the big one. Michelle's rookie, number two overall pick. I think I called it this last episode that he would get his first touchdown of his career. And all it took was all the receivers being hurt, but he finally did it. <laughs> Nine catches, 119 yards, and found the end zone 17.9 on the day. They're going into their bye week. You would like to think maybe they're like, hey, this guy we picked number four overall is pretty good at catching and uh, scoring. So maybe he'll be a bigger part of the offense coming back. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. It's just a it's just a tight end position. But even even him, he's not bad. Like not too bad. Tight end eight. Slowly progressing. Yeah. Tight end eight. Getting more targets, it seems too. Damn. Yeah, he's getting a lot. I mean the offense isn't good. But he's only twenty one. Like we said, a lot of these tight ends take a long time to kind of hit their stride. A lot of them are twenty five by the time they do. And um right. Even Dawson Knox, who's kind of come on, he's in his third season right now. The fact that Pitts is having a game like this and he has as many targets as he does, uh, he, yeah, that's why yeah, she took him so early. Sign. He could, he could be a valuable piece of that position for a long time. Uh, Chase Claypool with Juju going down for the year uh, might be able to replicate this kind of game: five catches, one hundred and thirty, and a touchdown, nineteen points. Cortland Sutton, I did not know this: seven catches, one hundred and twenty. Uh. And a touchdown. Did y'all know that? No, I did not. Wasn't keeping up with it. I was watching no that idea. game too. How did I not notice that? <laughs> yeah. Big part of it. And fun fact, he's ranked higher than Stefan Diggs now <laughs> with that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Ouch. Uh Michelle had bad luck with her kicker for the second week in a row. Her kicker got hurt, only gave her one point. Which uh, I don't think we said the score yet. She lost one eleven to Jacobs one twenty seven. So she probably wouldn't have gotten seventeen points out of that position, but uh, still enough fun to get a one in a matchup she was competitive in. Uh, uh-huh. That that was pretty much it for her side. Signs of life from David and Joku. I remember we talked about maybe cutting him. And she didn't <laughs> want to because she tr- she traded so much for him. One hundred and fifty yeah. yards and a touchdown. Seven uh, for seven, damn. Yeah. By far his best game of the season. I think that's just the game flow like against the Bills. I don't see this regularly happening. Mm-hmm. He's in his fifth year. Yeah. And we talked about them taking a while to, to become anything, but this is, yeah. I mean, looking at his targets up to this point, he hasn't been super involved. I mean, he had a donut two games ago. Two targets. The Browns aren't worried about the pass either. They're they're just a run game. It's running backs or nothing on that team. That's true. That's true. But if you think he's talented, he is in his fifth year. We said it takes him a while to to kind of become their best selves at tight end. And he did one off the team last year, so maybe he gets moved. Mm, Maybe. That's a good point. Yeah. I think that's best case Uh, scenario for him. Just get off the team. I mean, yeah, because he hasn't done – I remember when Michelle got him, I also thought he was going to do well, and he hasn't really done much, you know. And Michelle, I, I feel her pain. Like, she wasted a lot or got him early in the pick, you know, and can't uh, do anything about that, you know. I have Royce Freeman, who I spent the first rounder on, and I can't let him go. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Every time I'm about to do it, 
and I hit. I'm about to hit drop. I'm like, I can't. I can't. This, what a waste. What a <laughs> you waste. spent the first rounder on that. Ouch. Yeah, dude. This truly yeah. is a great week. Now I know why you <laughs> trade out the first rounds now. Oh, okay, dude. <laughs> it's okay. I can't talk shit. This is kidding me. Yeah. Uh, all right, going over to Jacob's sides. The Aarons did okay. Uh, 19.7 for Rodgers, 10.9 for Aaron Jones. Uh, James Conner found the end zone yet again. We talked about it. He's He's been a bigger part of that offense than I think people thought. He's got five touchdowns in his last three games. He seems to be kind of touchdown dependent. He's got no game with more than 53 rushing yards, but he's got a chance to score. He's relevant. RB 17 because of all those touchdowns. I don't think that lasts either. I mean, yeah, he's super touchdown dependent. And the thing is, like, cool, he gets the goal line touches, but, like, Kyler Murray loves to run it in, and I think that eventually amps up more for him. I don't know. I don't, I don't like James Conner. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't love him either, but in a in a game where we're starting two flexes and you're kind of picking through a lot of these like meh guys and you're like, all right, this guy's on a good offense and they trust him at the goal line to give it to him. Yeah, I mean he may be touchdown dependent, but you can cross your fingers. He's got like I said, he's got five in the last three games that won't keep up at that pace, but if you like the matchup, and he's a threat to get in every time. Yeah. Not bad. I just don't I don't know. I don't like him for the long run, I guess. Then. Yeah. More specific. Yeah, he's in a good spot. And maybe a better spot. Oh, yeah. But didn't Chase Edmonds get hurt? So he could be even more relevant this, this week. Oh, damn. Uh, Chase Edmonds got hurt the last game. That's why he was questionable in this game. They just stopped playing him in the fourth or the last few because of the fumble. Hey, Mario. Uh, I know you said you're not editing or anything. Yeah, my headset died, and they caught uh-huh. your voice at some point on this recording at like one twenty four, and uh, okay. so you might hear. And just I mean, if you care or not, just, there's going to be no. a double U for a little bit. Fuck it, leave it in there. <sighs> yeah, fuck it. At yeah, least the people have it's, it's your fault. <laughs> as soon as it happened, it was like five seconds max. And well, I you're the, the only one we have problems with here. Right here. <laughs> Let's get it together, right William. You're the producer. Right here. I need to fucking produce money to buy new headphones. Charge your fucking oh, headphones too. They are charged. They're I'm charged. Saying, that's, that's another that's another issue we run into all the time. Those stupid little like note. <laughs> <laughs> well and what sucks, I can't see him right now. I don't see his picture. So if he was putting up a note, all right, I see him uh, now. As soon as I say it. Uh okay. okay. Well, we're almost done here. We're on Jacob's team, the last bottom half of it. Castro, thanks to all the wide receiver depth you gave him. Terry McLaurin, who screwed me last week, uh, quiet game, but Mike Evans step popped up this week. Six for 113 and two of those Tom Brady five touchdowns. Uh, that's where the depth helps. So somebody can have an off game like McLaurin is 46 yards, but he had 11 targets. You like that? Um, but it didn't matter because Evans stepped up and had the monster game. Hunter Henry, how's he looking this week? Six Catches on eight targets and a touchdown, yeah. 13 points. He's been looking nine. good. He's actually yeah. trending upwards, kind of. Who's he? Yeah. Number nine? Number nine. He's all right. I mean, again, the position is blah. It's blah. And then this guy, I want to give us credit. We've been saying this for like three weeks, that Hollywood <laughs> Brown 
is like a no-brainer must start at this point. Even with those touchdowns he dropped, he's sitting here today at wide receiver five. His last four games, 17 and then five and then 15 and 24, he has a touchdown every single week except for the week where he dropped two layups. And if he had caught one of those even, I, I looked at it and I lost a stat, but I'm pretty sure he'd be top two in the wide receiver category. Jeez. I'm fucking Justin strikes again <laughs> as soon as he gets rid of somebody. Stop trading, is, Justin. Do you think this is sustainable? I think uh, it is. Strong, right? I think so. I think like, so too. Yeah, it's just, I think so. Honestly, he's so fast, and like you have to worry about the run game and Lamar Jackson running. Like mm-hmm. he just freezes defenses, and this guy blows by defenses. So I, I and like what my worry was is that. Lamar Jackson couldn't throw. He wasn't accurate, but he doesn't seem to have that problem anymore for with like the deep ball. So like and not not with Marquise Brown. Yeah, he throws that deep ball. Marquise goes up well, and like, gets the ball. In, in years prior, like that's what I would always knock on Lamar Jackson. Like he couldn't throw. Like he would just miss wide open dudes and like but it seems to be fixed. So yeah, yeah I think this is I think this one is sustainable. I mean, it's it's been five games in a row now. Like we said, his one bad game, it was his fault. The, the balls were there. He just dropped them. And it was yeah. walk-in touchdowns, two of mm-hmm. them. And so he would have seven touchdowns on the year if he had caught those two and, and everything else stayed the same. But his targets are there. Lamar obviously likes him. There's nobody else to really compete for targets outside of like you know Mark Andrews every once in a while. But he has a rapport with him. And this is just a gut punch for Justin who has Lamar Jackson he had the stack and you know what <laughs> I'll say a lot of people were shitting on the Justin uh Jacob trade because people wow. were saying oh Jacob didn't get enough in return for just Stephon Diggs well Hollywood Brown was in that trade backseat yeah the backseat just another example we don't know what the fuck we're talking about sometimes <laughs> <laughs> no one could have predicted that Stefan that Marquise Brown would be miles away from Stefan Diggs in the wrong definitely direction. not like that but I could but Justin's argument was that he was young and had potential if if something like this happened where Lamar kind of found the touch and they started to click which they they definitely did and uh damn yeah I bet Justin would undo the trade today if he had a chance <laughs> probably Yep. Here we are. Congrats to you, Jacob, Secret Genius. Oh, you know, I didn't tell you guys. I know he listens to the podcast because after I talked about him trying to trade Brett Maher for Todd Gurley, oh. he sent me an offer of uh, Harrison Butker for uh, Dalvin Cook. Fair <laughs> <laughs> trade. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think of that? <laughs> uh, well, that covers every game. We're approaching our new. A uh, quota of like an hour and a half long, which is whatever, not editing. You guys can listen if you like. Uh, all right, let's recap where that leaves us in the standings. You want first first or last first? Last first. Sure. Last first. Um, both sitting at 0-5, like we mentioned, Scott and Michelle. Scott at 11th because he is outscoring Michelle by three points. They're in a pretty close race. Ooh. At the yeah. bottom down there. Uh, still in 10th is me at one and four. One game behind both Justin and Fonz, who are sitting at two and three. Justin has the edge over Fonz uh, by a good amount. Looks like about 50 points. And Fonz is one game and about two points ahead of me. 
I will say I have far more points against than that fucker, though. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. Uh, then at three and two, fifth place is Jose, 595 points. Sixth place is William, 535. And seventh place is Warwick at 506. And William, like we said, with your 535, you held that 11-point lead over Justin, so you would actually retain that spot thanks to your monster week. So not all bad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then in fourth place, it's the 4 and one squad. We got four of them. Fourth place on the points tiebreakers is Isaac. 12 points behind Jacob sitting in third place. And then quite a big gap. It looks like about 70 points before we get to you, Castro, at 633. Ah, and then still holding yeah. the record for most points and most wins somehow is Miller. I'm with catching a 13-point edge over you. You did close the gap. It's down to 13. I have you uh, in my sights, Miller. Look at that points against, though. That's horseshit. For who? 470 points against. Miller. For Miller. <laughs> As we go down, William, 466, mm. Bonds, 468. You three have the fewest points scored against you. Wow. So, as we nominate candidates for fluke teams through five wow. weeks of the year. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll actually say it's appropriate because Fonz, even though you, Fon, you, your brother, and Miller are all pretty close – Miller has the most points by far, so he probably would have won a handful of this game still. And you have uh, quite a few more points than your brother, so it actually kind of makes sense. Evens out. Your fluke, um, that's what Mario says. Yeah. <laughs> a story, uh, bro. What I'm saying is Scott's pick stands to be really high at this pace. Yeah. Uh, yeah but that okay. is all... That is all 12 players, all six matchups of week five. Hopefully it was semi-interesting. Uh, I got nothing else for this one. Uh, big week. What I like now is that as we're starting to separate and have a lot of groups in the rankings, uh, we're approaching the halfway point of the season. I think in two weeks we'll hit it. And uh, these games are going to start to having a lot more implications. Like, for example... I'm playing Justin. We're two teams in the bottom four. We're both kind of in must-win mode. Uh, so he's already been sending me some messages about that. But we'll preview that. Send him some Tom Brady gifts. This is weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go down and cook. I can't send him any quarterback gifts. I don't fucking have any. Let's make some up. Thanks. Dude, uh, who do you hate? Who do you, Who do we want to see get injured? Because I'll pick him up. And they'll go down. Do the... I just want to give him Daniel Jones all day. <laughs> give him the stumbling Daniel poor, Jones. Poor Danny, yeah. He he died for my God. team. Yeah, I know. You suck, Mario. You ruined his life, not only his career. <laughs> I'm coming for Mac Jones next. <laughs> you may try. You know what? Actually, I picked up Carson Wentz, and... He has a hist an injury history as it is, and part of me is thinking about starting oh. him. And we'll just see, we'll see if he walks out of there. Um. Anyway, thanks for jumping on, guys. That's all I have on these. We'll be back to recap. 
season, sorry, week six and all the implications going in to that one. Anyone else? Parting words, thoughts? Nope. Let's get out of here. Nada. Have a great day, everybody. Love y'all. Later. There it is. See ya. Later.